1: Um, yes guy and TSN 1050, Jim Taddy, Perry Lefko with you. Good to the last yes guy. Does that work? Is that a new slogan, Perry?
2: Sounds good to me.
1: Wow. Okay. guy. (laughs) All right. Thank you. So we want to welcome in a couple of new sponsors today and uh, appreciate their support. Fox40shop.com is with us for an extended period of time. And we thank them for their sponsorship and support. And also Dean Romani, TMG, safe brook or safe bridge dm sorry let me do this again dean romani tmg safe bridge mortgage solutions maybe maybe you have an ex an ex-sponsor come on (laughs) he's gonna be there he's uh he's gonna sponsor yes guy no guy at the end and uh, by the time i get to his read i will have fixed it all up dean romani tmg safe bridge mortgage solutions there we go so extra value there by the way have you been watching the nfl draft
2: I did watch it a few days, uh, uh, I guess Thursday, but it's just going on way too long, Jim. Way too long.
1: Okay, uh, well maybe. Uh, Are you I watching
2: shouldn't... it? Answer I'm your question. It. I'm,
1: I'm enthralled with Mel Kuyper. Can't it's. I mean the intensity. Mel Kuyper! Mel Kuyper. The yes, that's right. The intensity, the Eddie Munster look, all of that stuff. It's fabulous. <laughs>
2: You, I was going to mention the widow's peak, but I didn't think it was politically correct. Way to go, man! All right.
1: <laughs> oh, you, there's always a way around everything. So the Eddie Munster look is is in, I guess. I don't know how else to describe that.
2: Can you do a Mel Kiper imitation?
1: No, no I, I, at this time of the day, I can't get that. Come in on, sense. it's a great to...
2: pick. It's the greatest pick ever.
1: <laughs> oh, he just he just explodes. I mean, you you watch the set, and he's sitting there in the end, and you just know that as soon as. There's an opening for him. He boom, he's in there. I mean it's, it's the intensity is marvelous. Coming up on the broadcast very shortly, Digger Turnbull will stop by. He is a fantasy sports expert and also gaming expert, so we'll see where all that stuff's going. Dave Foxcroft, CFL referee, will stop by. He is also the Fox forty president and COO. Gary Lehman, former leaf, will stop by and we'll have our obligatory end of the proceedings. Yes guy, no guy. Are you all set for that?
2: I am excited about it with our new sponsors. And, yes, Jim, thanks to all our sponsors for supporting the show.
1: Yes, absolutely, including the ones I mangle. So for the sponsors, when I mangle, you get triple reads just because that's the way it is. Oh, yes guy. Yes, uh, yes guy. Good to the last yes guy. Looking for an experienced real estate agent, Charles Park Managing Broker, Raymax West Realty Brokers, has 26 award-winning years of real estate experience. So looking for the highest level of knowledge, experience, and service with Charles Park in your corner, visit charlespark.ca or call or text him at 647-292-8886. Servicing from Hamilton to Kingston, from Toronto to Muskoka, Charles Park will not be outworked by anybody. He's not going to be outworked. He's relentless, believe me. I worked with him for a number of years. Let's bring in now Digger Turnbull, who is the president of Fantasy Sports Services, the director of business development for Xl XML, Team Solutions, and also a board member of Fantasy Sports and the Gaming Association. Digger, how are you, sir?
0: Jimmer, I am good. Perry, how are you guys doing today?
1: Well, let me check. I think Great. we're okay. Perry, Perry's a little offside, but that's normal. Um, well, well, so there <laughs> yeah, there, you were a former regular guest on my show Sports Line and it was called poolside with Digger Turnbull. But that goes back over 25 years. So, where is fantasy sports now? Where is gaming now and how has gaming altered fantasy sports?
0: Wow, it's a that's a very big question and yes, first of all, Jimmy, it was a pleasure to always be with you on Sports Line. It was a lot of fun all those years and yeah, I mean, it's just so much has has changed since that that time. And uh, we called the pool side uh, back then because in the late 80s and early 90s, we knew as p- being part of a pool. You were, you know, a p- pool of players are a fantasy league that way. But the yep. real part of the thing was it's evolved as, as a fantasy sports and in an industry which is a multi billion dollar industry today. And back then, in the late 80s, early 90s, there was only, f- uh, you know, about uh, half a million people to a million people that played the games in the early 90s. And today, in North America alone, there's approximately 60 million people, counting the U.S. and Canada, that play fantasy sports. So it's just, it's evolved crazily since then. And uh, as I say, it's, it's evolved in a whole bunch of different directions, and I can certainly walk through that with you, because in the 80s, there was rotisserie or fantasy leagues. Nineties, all of a sudden, what really started to happen with the evolution of, obviously, uh, sports shows like Sportsline, as well as the internet, it became a much easier way to get involved and obviously all sports radio stations such as TSN uh, 1050 here, the evolution of it just started to just continue to grow and grow and grow and grow. And now where we're standing today with the passing of the laws in the states from the Professional and Amateur Sports Protection Act in, in 2018 which really allowed for single betting or single game betting across the states and gave the jurisdiction to all the states if they wanted to do it. Now sports betting is part of the, uh, the landscape and legal to do in approximately uh, 23 states and upping to 26 states shortly. And in Canada, as you probably are aware, the laws are potentially changing too. It's now going to be heard in the Senate this week. It's Bill Seat uh, 218 has passed so uh, in, the, in the House, and now the Safe and Regulated Sports Betting Act has gone to the Senate to pass, so there could be legalized sports betting across Canada as well on single-game sporting events.
2: You know, Digger, lately I've started organizing some pools, and one thing I found out is if you give people something different, they'll jump on board. When you first started doing pools, did, did you look for creative ways to get people engaged?
0: Well, you know, that's the best thing, Perry, to, to ask that question, because really it goes back to one thing and one thing only. It's about fan engagement. And then for them, it's about feeling like you are a part of the action. So really, it's putting the decision in the actual fans' hands to be able to say, I'm making decisions upon what's happening today, and I feel like I'm the coach, general manager, or I'm participating on what's happening on the field or on the ice or whatever else. So really, you hit it the, the nail on the head. It's about fan engagement and how you can get them involved. So yes, you're right. It's about the differences in that and how the landscape has changed Incredibly, is you know in the in the 90s it was about a fantasy dynasty league. You draft your players, you get together with your buddies, and you would pick your players and you watch them throughout the season and you make trades. Uh, then what happened in the in the early 2000s to or sorry, the, the change of the decade around 2009-2010, FanDuel and then DraftKings came on board with uh, daily fantasy sports. So then all of a sudden it wasn't about you necessarily picking with your buddies. But you were going in with a fictitious salary cap and uh, picking players for a very short period of time. So just that week's football games or that night's hockey games, and being able to uh, pick players for just that night, so it was almost instant gratification. And then the evolution is to today, which is now uh, sports betting. And what we're going to see next, uh, Perry, is going to be in-game betting and in-game wagers. So you can next, you know, be able to use your phone and your mobile app to be able to make wagers on single plays or outcomes. Uh, And think about that in golf, for example. You know, you're watching, you have the time to watch, you can now say what's going to happen on the next hole or things like that. So in-game is the next uh, thing that's going to happen. So you're you're right about all that stuff.
1: So, uh, Digger, you're a a board member of the Fantasy Sports and Gaming Association, so you you must have some sort of an indication that, that when the gaming stuff goes through, what kind of numbers we're looking at.
0: Yeah, so really, <laughs> that's a good question. So we're talking handle, and handle's a thing where the total amount bet. So, for example, it used to be just Vegas that you could make single game sports wagers. The industry itself is a multi billion dollar industry just on the fantasy side of things. And the difference between fantasy uh, games is you drafting players or making pick- predictions on uh, picking players, a team of players, is it's skill based and it comes under a skill-based game. But when you get into the betting side of things, it's a game of chance. So it's literally you're making a bet on a certain outcome on a single wager. So for example, when the law is passed in the states, the first state to basically go forward was New Jersey. And that was 2018, May 2018 was when the law changed. And in uh, January of this year, they almost hit a billion dollars in a single game uh, in their handle. Which means, you know, just in New Jersey alone, a billion dollars was bet uh, on single game events, type of thing. Hmm.
2: Digger, you mentioned before about golf. And, I'm, you know, when they, I think it was the <laughs> first one with uh, Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson. You could actually bet on the outcome. Like you were saying, uh, you know, who's going to have the better hole, that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, I find this fascinating that. There are so many ways that you can be betting right now, whereas before it was just you make your bet and wait for the game to end. Do you think this idea of being able to bet during the game is really going to take this to levels that you could never have even imagined?
0: Yeah, without a doubt. It's 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 going to be you know in the hundreds of billions of dollars for sure industry. And um, because you can do that, You know, obviously, one of the biggest things for it to pass the law in Canada is, is for sure because it allows for safe and regulated sports betting. So therefore, they can monitor it, it can be legalized, and also for the consumer themselves because, let's face it, you know, there is a black market out there or offshore betting that happens right now. It's to be able to make sure it is regulated properly and everything else, and also to make sure that they have responsible gaming laws in place, too. So with single-game betting, for sure, it will change the landscape because you can bet within that. And an important thing to that side of that is that the league itself, with integrity, and there are companies out there that monitor the integrity of sports and gaming to notice the different things along those ways, will also have a key role in all of this going forward. But there's no doubt about it. In-gaming betting will absolutely continue to grow and grow at a huge amount. So to your point there, it will just increase the amount bet and increase the amount of the handle on a monthly basis.
1: Uh, Digger, I'm curious about, I'm going to go back to the Fantasy Sports and Gaming Association. What, what is the uh, sort of the marching orders or directive of that association? What does it do?
0: So basically what we do is we, we represent uh, the fantasy sports and g- gaming companies within our industry. To make sure that we're monitoring all the different things that happen within it, so it's from different things from uh, government affairs and legislation to make sure that you know that they understand the distinction between fantasy companies and gaming companies because there is a huge difference. Uh, Fantasy is not betting. Fantasy is making sure that you're participating in a game, in a league, in a season-long event to make sure that you're. Uh, participating and having funds. So it's protecting the consumer so that the don't pay taxes and they don't pay the same way that a gaming company may pay uh, for the taxes along those lines. So that's first and foremost to protect both sides of the industry. Second of all is to work with the governments to help them understand that so that they can help make their regul- uh, regulatory stuff and educating the, the companies themselves within the association about the regulatory side, why it's important to work with the governments, why it's important to make sure that you're, you're protecting the consumer that you have as well uh, along those lines. And then it is also to grow the, the, uh, the association itself to protect the rights. So, for example, in the, in the early 2000s, when Major League Baseball and the Players Association was trying to go after uh, things like the statistics and, say, charge for everything like that, it was to make sure we protected the fantasy companies to say, no, the statistics are in the public domain, and therefore, we don't have to pay for those type of things. So it went right up to the Supreme Court in the U.S., and the Fantasy Sports and Gaming Association, along with CD, uh, CDC, or, or sorry, CBC, uh, which is a company in the States, we won that, and that was because we banded together as an association. So it's, it's protecting all, the consumers, the companies, the industry as a whole, and it's trying to work with the governments as opposed to work against them.
1: Digger, we've got a lot of more ground to cover. Unfortunately, we're out out of time, so we will have you back. Appreciate your time. Thanks, buddy.
0: Great talking to you guys, and Perry, good to talk to you again. Please say hi to Jane as well, and hope all's well with you guys. Thanks for the, thanks for calling me. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Digger Turnbull.
1: Fantasy Sports Services, and XML Team Solutions. If you are an experienced real estate agent looking for comprehensive value and a distinct advantage, contact Charles Park, managing broker, REMAX West Realty Brokerage, offering state-of-the-art technologies with exclusive coaching and mentoring. For a confidential interview, call 647-292-8886 or email charles at remaxwest.net. This is YesGuy, TSN 1050, tsn1050.ca. Also available in the TSN and Radio apps. Now back to the Yes Guy Show. Yes Guy. On TSN 1050. Yes Guy, Jim Taddy and Perry Lefko. Stay safe in the water this summer for all your marine safety needs. Visit fox40shop.com. Use the code YESGUY for 15% off your entire order. Fox 40 Shop Com. This segment is sponsored by Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated, financial advisor Herb Braley, ready to help you with your financial needs. If you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, contact Herb at 1-877-734-3055 or visit his website at BraleyAdvisors.com with 30 years of experience. Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money and get it back to you when you need it the most. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Coming up later on, uh, we will have Gary Lehman, former Leaf, former Montreal Canadian, talking about the Leafs and Habs. Looks like they'll meet in the first round. And, of course, at the end of the broadcast, yes guy, no guy, and there might be a Mel Kuiper reference or two. I can't speak for myself. How about you, Perry? I can't speak for that either. I am without words. How's that? <laughs> That's not a good thing. When...
2: <laughs> Can you imagine Mel Kuyper being without words? Can you imagine Mel Kuyper being silenced?
1: Yes, a, si- a silent moment with Mel Kuiper. I mean, it's the intensity that, that absolutely attracts you. There's no question about that.
2: Well, he's one in a million, and I don't know if he'll ever be duplicated, replicated, or whatever will become of the second generation of Mel Kuiper Jr.,
1: Okay, let's bring in Dave Foxcroft. He is the Fox 40 President and COO CFL ref of great stature and of course has done NFL games at Lambeau Field in Denver in preseason action. Dave, welcome. How are you today, sir?
3: Hey, doing great. Thanks for having me on here, guys.
1: Our our pleasure. Just a, a sort of a you know a, a, an opening question. Um CFL and NFL when you're officiating, what is is it difficult to make the transition or is it pretty well the same game with with the obvious differences?
3: Well you know what, it's a it's a bunch of kids playing football. You know, like we go out there, we referee and uh like I always tell my crew when we're going out, especially the young guys as they get nervous, it's just a it's just a bunch of kids playing football. Now now down in the NFL, you know, they're a little quicker, they're a little bigger and uh but we have some great athletes up here in the C F L now as well. So so the game itself, you know, it's it's very similar, but you know, we have our awkward up here and we have those things that we love about the cfl up here and uh you know we're all so passionate about it but uh but uh, we could point out the obvious differences in the game but the athletes are athletes and they're all athletic and and us as referees we got to be prepared for that because they're getting bigger stronger and faster and uh and we're we're continually trying to improve as well as officials
2: dave first of all uh thanks for joining the show and completing the uh the foxcroft triactor with your brother your father now you okay so i've been told by someone in your family to ask you about the pregame ritual you have with your referees and a certain song or something that you do <laughs> yeah
3: you know well i guess you've saved the best for last first of all right having my uh, my brother and my dad oh, and literally. now me on here so uh yeah it's great uh, great here to finish off that uh the triactor especially on the first Saturday in May, you know, what a, what a great day. I think we're all getting ready to, uh, to rock our worlds today, you know, so that'll tell you who I'm voting for anyway, inside information. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even with that little jockey change there, you know, I I look at that as a, uh, you know, in business and that's what we are. We're in business. You got to make tough decisions. And that's a tough business decision. And that tells me that they're all business out there with rock your world. So, but, uh, no, it's great. The, uh, we, I do have a ritual and, uh, and they, they kind of call me the Foxy Flare out on the, uh, <laughs> within the referee circles. And that's kind of my nickname. And I kind of go through the whole, uh, the, the Ric Flair routine before the game and, uh, you know, the two claps. Give me two claps and a Foxy Flare. And all my guys and all my crew, crew do that before every game. And it just kind of fires us up, you know? can start. you do it? Can you do the yeah. Ric Flair thing? <laughs> Say it. It, it's it been the whole season. I've had the whole season off with it, so uh yeah, but I oh. go through the I go through the whole ritual and everything, and uh you know, I need my whole crew here with me to do that so
2: oh okay, yeah you're, oh, okay, come so on's not a flying limousine riding <laughs> get it over with come on
3: <laughs> I know you'll get it out of me, so uh, um, yeah, I'm just a shy little Burlington guy here. So yeah. uh, you know, my dad and my brother are the uh, limelight guys. I like to I like to fly under the radar, you know, kind of like like Taddy. He's the big Burlington Central guy. He's my hero. Huh. Another another big popular Burlington guy. What? I go into Burlington Central High School. I see his picture all over the wall there. So <laughs> now it's done in charcoal yeah. in a little stick man because I, it's I so old. <laughs> you know,
1: that's because I did it. That's why yeah. it's a stick man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you and Jake Ireland, another CFL uh, legend referee. Two famous That's
1: guys right. from Burlington Central. Yeah, well, yeah. Ian Center, Tony Gabriel. There's a lot of CFL oh, yeah. in Burlington Central. So, I mean, I have been told that you have one of the most impressive karaoke settings in the entire province. I mean, how did you set this up? <laughs> We've
3: been doing a lot of Zoom karaoke and everything as well during the uh, during this COVID time. But uh, um, I've been watching a lot of of film too, CFL film. You know what? I came across one. This week, and we've been doing Zoom Zoom calls with the with the head refs every every week, every Tuesday, because uh, we like to stay sharp. And uh, I brought this play up because I I just sit here now and I watch video of of games, just like the like the players and the coaches would, because we want to stay sharp. And I had a play came that came up when I was watching it this week. It was an old one between the Alouettes and the Argos, and you guys will probably remember this one. And uh, I think there was about nine seconds, and it was a tie ball game, and, and Duval was going to kick a field goal to win the game from about 35, 36 yards out. And it went wide, and then the Argos kicked it back out, and then the Alouettes kicked it back in, and it was just, I think the, I think it went crazy. And those are the things we have up here in the CFL that just make this so much fun. But I was that play actually led to a, a rule change, we had to put in uh i think bradwell was deep with uh prefontaine at the time and i know you guys are cfl fans so you probably remember all that too and duvall kicked the field goal it went wide bradwell and prefontaine made contact with each other and prefontaine actually knocked bradwell out of bounds and then he came back in and reestablished himself picked up the ball kicked it out and then uh and Back then, in that day, we had a rule that if you go out with contact, you can reestablish yourself and, and then continue to play. And we had to change the rule so that if you went out by contact by an opponent rather than a teammate, so if that play happened today, that would have been an illegal participation penalty, lost the ball right at that point, ball and goal, foul and goal. You know, they would have took the option for the single point, but... As it turned out, you guys probably remember the play. The Argos ended up with a touchdown on the play, or the Alouettes ended up with a touchdown on the play, winning it. You know, So a lot of fun.
2: Well, Dave, I don't know who Jim's sources are, but I seem to be getting the same information about you, so it's funny about all that. And when I hear your voice, you sound a lot like your dad, Ron Foxcroft. What's it like being Ron Foxcroft's son?
3: Well, you know what, talk about big shoes to fill. And and you know what? Uh Perry, that's how I got into refereeing football. Cuz my dad, he did everything possible in basketball. You know, you know, Olympic gold medals NCAA, Elite 8 final four, everything. Supervisor of the NBA, and I started out refereeing basketball. And I I moved up the ranks and I thought I was pretty good and but everyone was like, "Oh, you only got that game because you're Ron Foxcroft's son." So I actually got into football officiating because nobody knew my dad, nobody knew the family and uh I wanted to have you know get my own footprints going there and uh, work my way up. So now you know like 6 great cups later and uh uh two more on a uh as the replay official during great cups uh had a had a pretty fun career and I'm hoping to keep it going.
1: So uh, let me ask you this: so, You know, you've done the NFL preseason games. There is a Canadian NBA on-court official. Your dad, uh, you know, cut through in, in in the NCAA basketball. What's the appetite south of the border for more Canadian officials?
3: I think the NFL will just look anywhere where they can get the top quality official, like any league, right? You want the you want the best. So, my experience down down south. Uh, it was great. I got to, I got to work at Lambeau Field. Did a uh, Green Bay Philadelphia Eagles game. Uh, fantastic. Just the atmosphere there. You know, I don't get I don't get starstruck by the players, and that's one thing as an official you you really can't. But the stadium, the stadium got me, and and that Lambeau Field and everything. When I walked out there, it was a it was the fourth week. It was like a, it was late August, right? Preseason game and we're driving to the stadium on the bus, and the the police escort there, and, and it started to hail. You know, and I've seen all these games, and I don't know, it was just that frozen tundra. Here we are in August, and it's hailing on the way to the game at Lambeau Field, and it just, uh, it, it was something. And my dad was there in the stands, and, uh, you know, it was really special, like he was for the Grey Cups that I've done. He's been there for every one of my Grey Cups as well. So, and uh, uh, working that, two thousand and seventeen Grey Cup up in Ottawa, again with the snow everywhere. Uh you know, big right there in our our, our capital, our nation's capital. Uh Shania Twain halftime and having uh having my family there just was real special. My son's JD and Carson and my brother Steve was there and my dad and uh I get choked up just talking about it because it uh you know the Argos went on to, to win that game. Uh they beat Calgary in that game. So uh, the only regret I have from that game was at halftime because I'm a big Shania Twain fan, and I wanted to go out and see Shania Twain. And uh, like I did in 2012, I did the 100th Great Cup in, in Toronto, and I snuck out at halftime because mm-hmm. and, and I, uh, I wanted to see Marianas Trench, Carly Rae Jepsen was the halftime show, and, of yeah. course, Justin Bieber was there. And, you know, he was hot. He's a big Canadian guy. And I got out there. I was out there at halftime, and Glenn Johnson was the head ref. I think he was a little annoyed that I snuck out. He didn't know I did. <laughs> and uh, that was actually the last game as a referee we wore white pants. And, and I guess my white pants, with all the neon going on at the halftime show, my white pants just glowed. And here I was going around. You see me up front during Marianna Strange, up front during Carly Rae Jepsen, and then these white pants up front during Justin Bieber. And uh, when I came back in, Glenn Johnson was like, what were you doing? I go, geez, I had to get pictures of Justin Bieber. And Glenn looks at me and goes, I need those pictures. My kids are big Justin Bieber fans. you got to send me those pictures. So it worked out. And then uh, in 2017, when Glenn became my boss, uh He actually had the security guard. Security guards normally stand outside our locker room just preventing people from coming in. But when I opened up the door at halftime to go out, this security guard was facing in, preventing me from going out. So that's what Glenn, he got the best of me on that one. And uh, it was great.
1: Dave, appreciate you stopping by. I did that 100th Grey Cup game, so now I know it was you in the white pants. Thank you.
3: (laughs) Great, great. All righty.
1: Thanks a lot, Dave. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. See you again. Dave Foxcroft. Be heard outdoors with a Fox 40 electronic whistle, 100 decibels at the press of a button. Buy yours now at fox40shop.com. Use the code YesGuy for 15% off your order. This segment was presented by Braley, uh, Braley Financial Advisors, Incorporated, financial advisor Herb Braley, ready to help you with your financial needs. If you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, contact Herb at one eight seven 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 three four thirty fifty five, or visit his website at braleyadvisors.com. With 30 years of experience, Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money and get it back to you when you need it the most. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. This is Yes Guy, TSN 1050. You're listening to The Yes Guy Show. Yes Guy. On TSN 1050. Yes, Guy. Jim Taddy and Perry go with you. Use a Fox 40 whistle to be heard outdoors while walking, hiking, biking, and more. Visit the Fox40shop.com and use the code YESGUY for 15%. Off your order. This segment of Yes Guy is sponsored by Murray Hoppin Insurance Limited. Since 1957, Murray Hoppin Insurance has been providing all your general insurance needs while specializing in business insurance. The dedicated staff of Murray Hoppin Insurance takes pride in servicing the harder to place industry segments like cannabis, hospitality, vacant and old buildings, and other hard to place business for a no obligation quote. Call them at 416-736-9066 or visit their website. MurrayHoffenInsurance.com. Our next guest is former Leaf, former Montreal canadian Gary Lehman. Gary, how are you today, sir?
4: Yes, guys, I'm good. I'm good, thanks.
2: How are you guys doing? <laughs> good That's for energy, you. man. We go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> good for you. Now, let's go back to. You're sitting in the Leaf dressing room at Maple Leaf Gardens. <laughs> you're sitting in the Montreal dressing room as a hab at the Montreal Forum. What did that feel like?
4: Uh, to be perfectly honest uh polar opposites um and for actually two different reasons i mean i you know born and raised in Toronto, sitting in the leaf dressing room when I was uh you know 18, 19 years old, I was you know extremely uh excited and and proud um, you know uh not not realizing you know what was down the road as far as uh all the changes that were made and and obviously um the difference in, in, you know, in Montreal was, wow well, I, I, as a, as a young, um, uh, leaf, uh, I would have probably, uh, been, you know, thinking the opposite. This is the enemy. This is the, you know, these are the, uh, uh, it, it's Toronto's biggest rivalry. So for forever. So, um, but then when, you know, when I ended up, playing in montreal i i realized the uh the magnitude and the and the uh tradition and and the uh the culture and and how they treated uh, their players and, and it was just incredibly um opposite of what i you know what i was uh, indoctrinated with so uh It was it was great to play with both organizations. As far as I'm concerned, you know, if you play for those two organizations uh, as a Canadian kid, there's really, you know, no better um, scenario. But uh, obviously, things were
2: were um, different when I first started. Gary Screaming Lehman, I got to ask you a really (laughs) important question. Remember, this is on family; it's a family show. Give me your best. (laughs) John Brophy's story. <laughs> it cannot be uh, portrayed
4: properly on a family show. You know better than that, Perry. Um, but, um, geez, uh, I'm trying to think of, you know, something that would be suitable. Uh, I can't talk about, the, the you know, the first time I heard about John because it came from Ricky Vive and he told me a story that was uh, way offside. Uh, and I, I i didn't believe him to be honest and then when when John showed up I realized that uh, it was um, and it was something that we saw quite a bit of so um, <laughs> John was a very uh intense uh, competitive guy he wanted to win so bad and that was my um, attraction to john i i I, I sensed that because our owner hired him, that uh, the game had, had probably passed him by like it had passed our owner by. So uh, when, you know, when John showed up, you know, you, you always try to take the positive of and, and give anybody a chance. Um, but there was so much, there was so much, um, let's, let's just say offside with with john that uh you know the one thing that I, you know like i said earlier the, the one thing that i liked about uh how he was is he really really wanted to win so and i was somebody that really really wanted to win so you know uh i had to i had to kind of take that forward with me
1: You know, that was pretty good stick handling, I have to say. I mean, you you got around some pylons there. That was well done. Uh, And and I remember Bro for Us was the kind of guy who would swear a blue streak until the camera was on, and then he was very, very, very nice. Uh, But you could see that there was this... Uh, it's like the uh with the hulk i mean the, the things could happen there but but anyway a nice guy uh, let's go back to your this is the glory season 89 90 80 games 51 goals 44 assists 95 points i mean what did that feel like that had to be special
4: uh that that was obviously a a, a, a great season uh point-wise individually and um you know as a team we were a, we were a dangerous offensive team but we were also a dangerous defensive team and uh, we didn't we didn't really uh, learn a lot um, you know at that level uh, believe it or not and and that's you know that's the one thing when you look back there's a couple of teams that that we had that were these were teams that could have gone somewhere but we never had the direction never had the coaching never had the understanding of how to win we weren't surrounded by you know uh, many guys or if any that had won a cup And, um, you know, that's hard at that level. When when you're growing up and, you know, you're talented enough or your your teams are talented enough to win championships, it happens. But then when you get to the, the level of the NHL where all teams have players that, you know, playing minor hockey were good enough to make their teams win, now you have to learn how to win at another level. And that's what I learned when I went to Montreal, um, my tenth, my tenth year pro. I learned how to win a, a Stanley Cup with Montreal Canadiens. Um, I watched uh, every move Guy Carbonneau made. He was a extremely underrated um, offensive player, but you could see the attention that he paid uh, to uh, defensive, defensive hockey, and that's how that's really how we won the cup in 93 was through a commitment to defense. And uh, that was something I never learned my first 10 years in in the NHL.
2: Well, Gary, I asked you before about John Brophy. I would be remiss if I didn't say, give me your best Harold Ballard story. And did you ever have to wait to get physical therapy while Harold was getting his toenails cut by Guy Kinnear? (laughs) Yes, for the second part. Uh, I, I was... I don't... Jim I'm and
4: Perry, I don't know if you, either one of you guys were in the dressing room when the first... Uh, the first time a woman reporter was allowed in our dressing room. But that was a gong show when, when Harold came in because, you know, all the guys were changing after the game and, and of course, it's the first time a woman's in there. So... but But... You know the the culture back then was 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 so off, and um, so uh, Harold was the kind of guy he was a you know a guys guy type thing, and um, he he liked to be around the guys, and yeah he'd come down to the dressing room and have his toenails clipped and have you know showers, and and he he would actually. Um, Enjoy the pranks that some of the guys would do uh, uh, on him when he was down there. So there's there's two sides to Harold, and and you know I, I've I've tried to uh, you know give the Leaf fan as, as much information about that because they deserve to know the history of the team. They really do, and a lot of the times the you know the players aren't going to give the beat writers and the you know the reporters you know the um the accurate um stories day to day because you it, it you just didn't do that you know you you didn't you know you didn't tell on your your owner or your coach or your or your teammates you know so uh it was it was a very uh turmoil but but um always uh, an interesting time when when Harold and and Brof were around
1: <laughs> Gary thanks very much for your time really appreciate it
4: oh anytime thanks for having me on guys
1: okay I'll give you a call there's a podcast I do Leafs guy that I'd like to get you on that but anyway thanks for your time today
4: oh my pleasure good luck with the derby man yeah.
1: Gary Lehman former Leaf I just want to say you know he talked about a very inappropriate situation from years ago and uh, the inappropriate reaction by Mr. Ballard uh, there was a, a reprimand for that can't remember exactly what it was, and I apologize for that. But his inappropriate reaction uh, actually uh, brought this situation forward and helped people move forward, which is an unfortunate scene. But I want to look back on it with our standards today. This was a long time ago, and I don't want it to, to sort of be uh, acceptable because it wasn't then, and it certainly isn't now. Stay safe on the water this summer. For all your marine safety needs, visit fox40shop.com. Use the code YESGUY for 15% off your entire order. This segment of Yes Guy is sponsored by Murray Hoffman Insurance Limited. Since 1957, Murray Hoffman Insurance has been providing all your general insurance needs while specializing in business insurance. The dedicated staff of Murray Hoppen Insurance takes pride in servicing the harder-to-place industry segments like cannabis, hospitality, vacant and old buildings, and other hard-to-place business. For a no-obligation quote, call them at 416-736-9066 or visit their website, murrayhoppeninsurance.com. This is Yes Guy, TSN 1050. Now back to the Yes Guy Show. Yes Guy. On TSN 1050. Yes Guy, Jim Taddy, and Perry Lefkoe. Time for Yes Guy, No Guy. Yes Guy, No Guy is sponsored by Dean Romani, tmg SafeBridge mortgage solutions homeowners are first-time buyers if you're considering purchasing refinancing or if your mortgage is coming up for renewal talk to dean romani he specializes in mortgage financing for purchases refinances home equity line of credit and private lending dean will provide you with custom tailored mortgage solutions for all your needs you can contact dean on twitter at MTG Dean, or visit his website, deanromani.com, or give him a call at 416 885 1761. Yes, Guy, No Guy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, drivers and passengers, time now for the official Yes Guy edition of Yes Guy, No Guy. Go ahead, sir.
2: Do you think Aaron Rodgers will be with the Green Bay Packers when the season starts?
1: Oh, there goes. My yes guy, no guy. Yes guy, he will. <laughs> I, you know, I just, I don't see how you could possibly move him out at this point. It's, it's unfortunate how it happened, but I, I have to believe cooler heads will prevail. How about yourself?
2: No, I think he's gone. I, I, they already have a backup ready. They'll just have to. If he doesn't want to be there, he's not going to show up. He doesn't need the money, so no, he's gone.
1: I know, and, I, you know, with my Lions, I'm used to star players leaving at inappropriate times, but I don't, it really puts the franchise in a spot, and my conflict of interest is, of course, I'm a one-share owner of the Green Bay Packers, so I should have, you know, cut myself out of the proceedings here. Yes, guy, no guy, number one from this side, my Lions look good at the NFL draft.
2: Well, I hope they do, man. I'll say yes, guy, because it couldn't be any worse than it is in years past.
1: Well, they took an offensive tackle, defensive tackle, defensive lineman. I mean, that's how you build a football team, isn't it? Well,
2: they used to always draft a wide receiver every single year.
1: Yeah, tight end, quarterback when they were worst in the business, which you couldn't mangle the pick, but they didn't build around the quarterback or the wide receiver or the running back. Yes, Guy, go ahead, sir. Do you still believe in the Detroit Lions coach? Uh, They haven't played a game with him, so... I guess I have to say no, Guy. <laughs> it's a little early for that, isn't it? I mean, let them get through the draft. I don't even know what they have to work with.
2: Guy, his introductory press conference was off the charts
1: this guy's weird. Well, I don't care about press, I don't, press conferences. Belichick does a weird press conference in, in another respect. What does that mean? I'm not too worried about that. Let me get this in. Yes Guy No Guy is sponsored by Dean Romani, TMG, Safe Bridge Mortgage Solutions. Homeowners are first-time buyers. If you are considering purchasing, refinancing, or if your mortgage is coming up for renewal, talk to Dean Romani. He specializes in mortgage financing for purchases, refinances, home equity line of credit, and private lending. Dean will provide you with custom-tailored mortgage solutions for all your needs you can contact dean on twitter at mtgdean or visit his website deanromanti.com or give him a call at 416-885-1761 time for one more yes guy no guy leafs and habs meet in the first round leafs and five
2: yes guy i may even say four it won't even be close i don't even think after it's over that the habs will have their general manager or their head coach in place next year
1: I wouldn't argue with that. I think the GM's on the spot because he's already fired his coach, so the uh, sights get aimed at him, don't they?
2: Yes, but he's got great hair.
1: <laughs> Mel Kuiper hair. That's got to be a, a Twitter account. Anyway, I want to thank our new sponsors, Fox40shop.com and Dean Romani, TMG SafeBridge Mortgage Solutions. Thank you to all for joining us today, and hope you come back next week for another episode of Yes Guy on TSN 1050.
3: Yes Guy! Hey. <laughs>